Yo, 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 what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Went Over Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Les Cruz, and that's Nick215, and we are back again with another episode two of the new season, man. How you doing, my brother? I'm vibing, I'm vibing. How you doing? Yeah, man. So everybody who's watching or some of y'all who are listening on all streaming platforms except for Google Podcasts, that's the only one that we are not uh streaming on welcome today we got some few topics and man we got start man we, you you ready because i know we watched the like what at two quarters a quarter of the eagles game oh you want to jump right into the eagles game i mean trash there's <laughs> nothing else to say. <laughs> There's nothing else to say about that. I think the Heat. All right. No, my mic. Yep. There goes this. So, everybody. Yeah, we good. We good. Uh, We good. I can see it. I don't know. Something's wrong with This is going to do right. Because right there. All right. So, we got to start with the Eagles. Uh, The Eagles were trash. We got blown out. Somehow we got blown out by the fucking Giants. Like, like for real. Like, why? Somehow we got massively cooked. Uh, um, and I, I, I think I finally got Vinique to say, we are not making to the Super Bowl, man. We are not making it. We lost the yeah, Giants. We, we are not. We are not making to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Giants. I, I think. I, if y'all want to know what I tweeted out. I didn't tweet that. I went on Instagram. If y'all gotta follow follow me on Instagram at the real last Cruzy, that's where y'all gonna see most of my live reaction. Every game that I'm I watch or every game I'm 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 currently watching. So I'm gonna go through, you know, let's go to archives. So what I said, right? This is what I said. I said fire everybody in the locker room right now. In the right now. In the locker room, right? That was like what second quarter, almost near to halftime. And I said when halftime happened, fire every coordinator right now in the locker room. And I I literally attacked the Eagles. I said at the Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles, fire every coordinator right now in the locker room. Uh so I wanna say this. Watching the game, I really understood why your blood pressure be all high. <laughs> oh yeah, I you understand completely. I understood what was going on, what? bro. Yeah, it was he, terrible. The first throw of the game was 19 yards, bro. Y'all telling me this is the problem? The only person who came to play defense was Maddox. I can't even call out Maddox or say he his teammates didn't want to play. His teammates didn't want to play. He was only only there tackling, bro. You telling me Bradbury had a chance to tackle somebody. He didn't decide to tackle his own teammate who was trying to tackle. Bradbury, like, everybody on the defense needs to actually hit people. I don't know what be going on. But every time I, I watch yeah, it, never actually I mean, make it. Yeah, no, I, bro, I want somebody in the defense to go to Bradbury and choke him. Like, I need to choke 
choke Brag Brady. Somebody gotta choke him. Like I don't want him on the team. Like I, I'm tired of Blackberry. Like I'm sorry, but I, I gotta say we pay, we overpaid Blackberry. I feel like we should have kept um, City. Uh, what is his name, man? Uh, the guy who went to the Lions. See, his I know his name is City something Johnson. Like that, we should have kept them on the safety because we need a safety like him back there. Because uh, freaking uh, Blankship, he really is. He does great. But he's also has does terrible things. Some because he wants but to be a runner. These will see somebody wide open, and instead of coming down to actually play defense, they'll still stay up. You five yards away, like you literally in the end zone. The dude is right there at the pylon. Like, what are you doing? Like, you have to come down to actually. Bro, y'all made Talon Taylor look like a prime Talon Taylor, bro. Y'all made Talon Taylor look like he wasn't back a, 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 a string quarterback. Yeah, I like Tyron, but they, yeah, they made Tyron look like he was nice. Like, he was bro, super nice. And I like, bro, I like y'all him. know how crazy it is? The what, I bet you this is what Washington did. Washington was playing hard so that the Eagles can win the division. And they looked at the score, they're like, like near the, almost the end of the first quarter, they're like, man, why are we playing this hard? They, them, they ain't going to win this shit. They're down 17 to zero. Might, might as well let the Cowboys win. Might as well let them win. Might as well let them win. Uh, because, man, bro, Brian Johnson, Brian Johnson needs to get fired. I'm sorry, but he... I, I, that shit he does, he does some stupid decisions. Uh, we don't have any receivers outside of AJ Brown. Well, we do have receivers outside of them, but they really don't get open. Some, some of them can't catch the ball. Uh, that's Quez Watkins. What do you mean? Watkins, bro. It's Julio. I know. I'm saying outside of Smith, Julio Jones. AJ Brown, we don't have uh, and Zacchaeus. That's the only one I like. Chris Watkins, that nigga is trash. I'm sorry, he's not coming back next year. Uh, you just need four wide receivers. Hey, that's four people that's wide open <laughs> or could be wide open every down. And like, we forgot to as as much as y'all do. It's crazy. It's crazy that nobody's then, open. And then. Then uh plus uh freaking uh God is a uh, one of the great one of the top tight ends that we bro. then we unfortunately we didn't have the uh DeAndre Swift he had an illness because I I'm we saw because we had a gamer. I'm sorry, but gamer is not a lead running back. He's a, like a, a he's like those running backs you put in when the uh, actual running back is tired. That's his yeah. role. He's not a lead running back. He he had good runs, but he's not a lead running back. I wanted to let but y'all know that. We don't even run the ball. <laughs> no, we don't. no running. Like, we don't bro, run the ball. Bro, so why do we I, I have a I have a I have a theory, right? You know what? Nick Sirianni, I think you were watching everyone watched the national championship game, the Michigan versus uh Washington yesterday, right? Oh when we are recording this is Tuesday. And when it comes out, it's going to be Friday and Saturday. Oh, that's when yeah, the media everybody comes out. had that, that heavy on the social media. You know, I didn't watch it because I don't watch. Yeah. Dollars. So now, I think Nick Sirianni go to Michigan. 
get their offensive coordinator and bring him to, to the Eagles. Because what he did, bro, that, that man knows what to do. He ran the ball. Bro, Washington could not stop the run. Bro, their quarterback didn't throw, or I think he didn't throw over 100 yards until the fourth quarter. Because what they did, bro, they scored. When you're running, two, one game good, you ain't got to throw the ball. Bro, and we were doing that, good at, I don't bro, know why. That, bro, their first ah. two run, their first two touchdowns were all run, and guess how long the runs were? Like 40 yards and 46 yards and 48 yards. They ran the ball. Like, they were running the ball out of them. I go live. We gotta talk about Washington versus Michigan because I I I I, I have some thoughts about Washington because <laughs> so uh, the Eagles, I man, defensive wise, we need a uh, we need a defensive coordinator that I think these people should listen to. I uh, made Patricia thought it was a guy, but you you know putting a new defensive caller in a new defensive person to call plays. And he's calling the same defense that Sean decide, decide, uh, like design. It's difficult because that's not his defense, but he's calling it, trying to make it, you know, great. It's terrible. Uh, it's terrible. Everything, every part of it is terrible. Uh, Negro Morrow, we need to get rid of him. He's a, always a step second look. A step late because he's not trusting himself. Uh, that's the other person that needs to like. I don't know what he needs to do, but he needs to go somewhere where he needs to learn to trust himself. Uh, then uh, that's I think that's most mainly everything I have. Anything about the Eagles? So the Eagles play on Monday night. Now I have an issue with this. Their why are we playing on Monday night? Why we y'all want us to be embarrassed on national TV? We know we playing the Buccaneers. We might win the game. I don't want us to play on Monday night. I'd rather play on Saturday. Just get over with. Get like if we lose, we losing on Saturday. It's a misery. We don't want to be on national TV. We don't want to be the only game playing on that day. I don't want well, us there. Looking at the bracket, I don't think we'll be the first team to lose. I think the second game. Depending no, we are the bro. We are the last team. We are going to be the last team to lose either way because we play on the only day. There's no other games because we are playing on Monday. No, I'm saying, I'm saying in the bracket, so I don't think we're losing to the Buccaneers. I, I I get it. You're bad, but it's it's the Buccaneers, bro. I get it. We lost no, to the no, Cardinals. No. no, well, listen, listen, listen. You see, this is what happens when people now, now, now. Bro, we lost to the Cardinals. The Cardinals don't have receivers. The Buccaneers have receivers, bro. They have Mike, they have Chris Godwin. They have, they have uh Michael Evans, who is five, ten years straight getting a thousand yards uh receiving. Yeah, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Evans is him. Mike Evans. Then they have, a, they have another tight end who's actually a solid tight end who doesn't wear gloves. I don't know. He thinks he's 90-80, but he still catches a great ball. Baker Mayfield is playing the a good football. Their defense is respectable. They got good. They got good. Uh, well, we don't, we don't have corners because everybody's we don't, but we don't have. We don't have a corner. We have. We don't have a corner that's and the one corner that's supposed to be good. Who's supposed to be right now since late is 
supposedly somehow got surgery in the middle of the season. I don't know why he did it. He did, he didn't even see the injury. It was just reported after like after a week. He's like, oh, he just decided to get a surgery in the middle of the season. Why? I don't know. It baffles baffles me. But that that's here near near here or there. Uh. So we got. I believe this is my belief. When we go into the playoffs, what I believe we should do is we bench Bradbury and let the rookies play, because the rookies at least play a little bit harder than you know Bradbury. Uh, two. Uh, shout out. Uh, shout out to another rookie safety who was actually good most of the year. Uh, uh Sydney Brown. I want to say that's his name. He uh he had uh a season and he tore his ACL against against the Giants, so he's out of the as uh, out of the season. Uh, who else? What else will happen? Uh, the Eagles looks like we are going to go in the playoff unhealthy because J uh Jalen Hurts had a finger injury. Uh. Uh. AJ Brown had a, a looked like a knee slash hamstring injury. We know that uh, Devante Smith had an ankle injury the week earlier against the freaking Cardinals. How is the the fooling that we lost because Brian Johnson decided to score a fucking screenplay for no reason. Uh, so we had a, a lot of things. I I believe this offseason, I believe next year I should fire. I'm sorry, but I have to say next year I should fire Brian Johnson. Fire Sean Desai. Fire Matt Patricia. And I, you know what? I got some people y'all can get defensive from. I, you know what? I got some. If y'all, let's look. I, I got it. I watch, you know, I'm now we're going to get into, we're going to leak this into the Michigan game. Oh. If we don't hire the Michigan offensive coordinator, can we hire the Michigan defensive coordinator? Because what he does is unique. I've never seen a team do this. Because his blitz, his blitz packages is super, like he confuses the team that is playing. He confuses you. Because I've never seen somebody, I never seen somebody do that. What he did to Washington. Yesterday, when I watched the the whole football game, I've never I see what he did it to uh like what he did to Alabama like sacked him like five times in the sacked the Alabama quarterback five times in the first half, then it ended up to be ten sacks at the end of the whole game. Bro, that defense is legit. But what she does is he will show a pressure on one side of like he will show like he's blitzing like a different side. But the blitz is not coming from there. The blitz is coming from the opposite. So when you when you think that you pick up the blitz over there, the blitz is coming over here. But you won't see that it's a blitz because it's disguised on how he did. You might come and run up, right? Act like it's a blitz, right? Mm -hmm. And then when they act like they're running in, they all go go to their to their assignments, and the blitz is coming from the different. And you are already second late. They're hitting you. If you get the ball uh, out quick, your quarterback is getting hit on. So the quarterback is going to leave the game with bruises. He's going to leave the game hurt. That's what we want. Like how I think we that's did, like, also something that we don't do to the Eagles. 
Like um, we don't blitz. I don't think I've seen one blitz. No, we we when when uh when she, when Matt Patricia to first took over the play calling, he did try to blitz. Then I don't know. Ever since then, the blitzing just went. I don't know what he did. He started calling zone. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, so it's, I, bad. it's bad. Calling. Maybe so I, maybe we could get uh, the dude from Michigan. Yeah, get the dude from Michigan because that defense is legit. That defense, bro. Now let's talk about the Michigan before we get into the other NFL games, other you know the NBA games. So I watched the Michigan versus Washington. Uh, so I expected a good game because I, I, I if y'all don't know, I got into college football this year. So I watched many Pac-12 games because of Colorado. So I watched. I didn't watch many uh, Washington because Colorado didn't play Washington, but I heard of Washington. They're the, arguably the best offensive line. They're one of the best quarterbacks in Pac-12 with Michael Penis, who can split. When he's not pressured, he's pinpoint accuracy. Uh, they're two good, a good receiver, out like a good receiver who's like 6'3". So they had weapons. And they are good. When it comes to Michigan, Michigan everywhere, a good run game, a good team. They've been in the playoff two years in a row. Lost to Georgia one year, lost to TCU last year. But they were considered a good team. Their distractions, cheating scandal, there are a lot of things. But overall, they're the best defense. That's what most people were raving about is their defense. They were best defense in the national foot, uh, in the college football. I think out of hundred and something teams, they're like ranked number one by pro pro football FF, PFF, the number one defense, number one, uh, uh, like I don't know, number one top school in college football. So going that game, I I was the Michigan versus Alabama game. Half of it, well, three quarters of it, because I didn't watch the first half, the first quarter. But I watched second to the overtime. One one thing I saw from Michigan, Michigan had a unique defense. I've never, I don't, I can't even call it a defense that I've seen in the NFL because they confuse it. Like the way they confuse the opposing quarterback is to next level because. I watched Alabama play last last week. Alabama was killed, like hundreds, like killed. Their offensive line could not stop them. They could not stop nobody. Michigan, what they did is to to Alabama was the blitz their quarterback. One thing, one thing I saw is that the the did exotic blitzes. I don't know. If it's something that they learned from John Harbour from the Ravens or Jim Harbour is implementing from his brother John Harbour from the Ravens, but their blitzes were super unique that I didn't see. Like, like you could see like when you watch the on TV, like you'd be like, oh, there's the blitz coming. And the blitz doesn't even come from there. Then somehow you see the quarterback is already sacked, or the quarterback is hit when the boy is, is releasing the ball. 
Like they were hitting the quarterback. So one thing we, we everyone expected when they played uh Washington was Washington will won the award for the best offensive line. So they were like, oh yeah, Washington has the best offensive line. Michigan has the best defensive line. How this which team is gonna win? They expected a good game. Boy, they lied to themselves, boy. Washington was every I don't I don't even know if Washington had the best offensive line. Because that offensive line could not run block or pass block. Every time Michael Penix threw that ball, he was getting hit after he throws a minute when he throws this is getting hit. When he's trying to when he's he got sacked, I think, twice, got hit like 45 times. I want to say 45 times. Because the hits were just hitting. I, that's a lot, people. He didn't actually get hit 45 times, but wait, for him, it felt like 45 times because every time he threw the ball, he was getting hit. <laughs> like Michigan was hitting. So I'm just saying they need to figure out a way to get that offensive corner, that defensive coordinator for Michigan to come to the Eagles. Uh but now let's talk about the national time uh game. The game started, I think Washington deferred, so the game started with the ball with uh you know uh with Michigan. Michigan does what Michigan does, they run the ball. They have two running backs, uh two good running backs. One of them it looks like a top running back going in the NFL draft, uh Black Home. But there's another one who I think he's a sophomore now, or if he's not a sophomore, he's a junior. He's the Edwards. They were saying on the because I don't watch me I don't watch Michigan like that, but I watched some of their big games when they played like Ohio State. They were saying this year Edwards has not shown what he showed last year, like his speed and everything. And middle when they just say, and when they say that, that man took Help that ball. Help that is getting it done on bullpens. Terrific focus. That man, that man took that ball, ran forty-five yards, forty-five for forty-six yards, scored, scored a touchdown. Bro, like literally, got in the hole, like pause, but got got into the gap. Rick, bro, that man took it to the crib. That was his first touch. Second, the comeback. Uh, you know. Washington goal score, I think, a, a field goal. Come back, bro. They win again. They give it to that man again. Touched it 47 yards to the crib. Then you, you start seeing why Washington Washington started scrambling because now, you know, they're down like what? Set 14-3. Then they stop. Then they, I think that they did a t- the three or four down, didn't get it. They stopped Michigan. Michigan scored a field goal. Then the the game went. Washington scored a touchdown late because Michigan went for it because they the what they were like in pass territory and they're like what four and three, and they just went for it. They decided to go for it. They didn't get it, and Washington scored a touchdown from that. And Washington was seventeen. It was like seventeen ten going to the halftime. Boy. And people are like, oh, Washington is going to come back. They're going to do this, what they do every year, every game. They've been coming back from, like, leads. But the, but the commentators say this was the biggest come. If they come back from this, it would be their biggest comeback for the whole season. Because they were never down two touchdowns before. They were always done a touchdown 
three points and they came back every game. Right? They were like, oh, yeah, they do this. They all find a way to win. They go in there and does adjustments and they find a way to win. Boy, they lied to themselves because Michigan got the ball. Wasn't got the ball in the first half, in the first, second half. Midland throws a pick. But to his defense, to Michael Penning's defense, it was not like a, he threw a pick, a ball bad. It was more of he was trying to throw it to a receiver, but the receiver ran over, ran. Maybe he over, he underthrew the route. And then when the ball came, the plus the re, the corner the corner also jumped the route. The corner jumped the route, jumped in front of the route. Literally a great interception because literally the receiver had to play DB. The, the receiver literally punched the ball, punched his hand, the ball out. While he's bobbling the hand, the legs are like he's get his feet inside, grab the ball, grab it down, interception. And when they got an interception, they came back. Uh, they came back. And what happened was Michigan went and scored another touchdown. And it was like I didn't I didn't they didn't score a touchdown. Now we good. They, now we good. All right, yeah. cool. I don't know what yeah. the hell happened. Yeah. So they didn't score another another touchdown, but they scored uh they went and the stop Washington defense played good defense for like three quarters. Like they after the first quarter for like two quarters straight, they played great defense. Then Washington, then Michigan was like, fuck this. We're going to run this ball. We're going to just, you know, we're going to stop. We're about to put left to head, head, literally head on the head. Give that boy Brett Collum the ball. That man ran 59 yards. Another big one. Then, then you started seeing like Washington, like Washington is now scrambling. They scored another test. And I think they scored like three, four touchdowns in a row. And the game was over by that. But what I saw from that is Michigan don't really care about like that one of their quarterback is actually good. Their quarterback even ran for the ball. Like the their quarterback was like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah, yeah, trying to yeah, trying to cover my receivers and my receivers, some of them are not getting out of like getting open on one on one. Let me run this ball. Let me go. And bro, he's he's not scared, like. Like when he was like running, I'm like, bro, he's about to get tackled. I mean, weaved out, weaved out. Like he, I was like, bro, he has that Lamar Jackson. Like somehow he's running, and he people are looking like he's just missing tackles. He ran for like 39 yards on the third and down, third and ten. Ran 39 yards. I'm like, bro, bro, what? Bro, he's literally ran one. I saw the Washington defense. Like, okay, this is a tackle. The man weaved in. Started running like this, like a snake. We're just running. I'm like, bro, that man is crazy. They won the national championship. Uh, Jim Mahalbo didn't announce that he's leaving uh, Michigan, but he did made a joke saying that he's not. He finally can sit on the big boy table in his family because his dad won a national championship. His brother John won the Super Bowl, and he finally won a, a title because he has went to the Super Bowl. When he coached the 49ers, when uh uh but Colin Kaepernick was the, the quarterback, he was the coach on that team. When Colin Kaepernick that was, a, was the that was a good Super Bowl. That was a good yeah. Super Bowl. That Raven team was not gonna lose that, but that was yeah. a good Super Bowl. So he was the coach on that team. Jim Hubble was the coach on that team. So that's a family of women winners right there. I like yeah. that. So 
So he finally won his national championship, but everyone believed that he's coming to the NFL. And now people want... He is, can the Eagles please, can we please get him as a head coach? I don't know what happened between last year and this year, but boy, it looked like the Carolina Panthers when they went like 15-1, and then all of a sudden the next year they was trash. But we were not... I don't think he was. I think Nick Sirianni is a good coach. He's just he. One thing I think Nick Sirianni did this year, he tried to recreate what he did with the hiring of the two coordinators that we we lost. Like he finding people, who, like like for example Jonathan Gannon who just beat us with the Cardinals and the Colts, uh, uh coach uh freaking Sean Desai because they have never they, they were never coordinators they were like I think they were what or defensive like coaches or quarterback uh, defensive back coach another one was a wide receiver coach or quarterback coach and he just hired them because he had a relationship with them before and you know and they they were gems because they were they ended up being good coaches in the NFL so he tried to do that with, with you know, Brian Johnson. But you can't hit, you can't hit God twice. You can't hit a gym every time you, you try to do that. When the son decided was, that was out of, like, you know, he was like, oh, man, you know, he he was it with, with Seattle. When Seattle's back end was great, like with the rookie, Terrell like Terrell Woolley was one of the interception leaders last year. Bro, that mean that even that rookie even got benched. That's how you know he was a great a rookie corner corner last year. This year he's got benched. It's a difference. It's like literally a difference. So I want to say he maybe it depends, but I don't think they're gonna fire next year this year because he went he won back to back double season back to back went to three. And um playoffs back to back, won two over ten games back to back. So he has right now his track record. He wins more than that he loses. But this year he kind of, I don't know. At the later end of the year, he just lost his. I don't know. The like the Eagles lost their way. They did. They did great. I just feel like in the beginning, nobody expected them to pop off like that, and then we did great. So. Now everybody has to play this team that supposedly is supposed to just cruise their way to the Super Bowl, and people get prepared, and then they try to they try to mess that up. So it's like you got to make yeah. adjustments. No I adjustments think, have been made. So I'm I, yeah. Not, I think one one thing. Somebody I, gotta go. I believe me personally. I, if I if I'm I'll bring bring this up. I one coach. If there's any coach, I'll. I don't know on the offensive coach. I want an offensive coach that brings motion. Like, like I say, when we were here, when you were here, like, I want, I would, like, you know, have different shifts and motion. Like, you know, you shift the ball. A lot of the good offensive coaches just want to throw, though. Like, yeah. I, need, I need somebody that can do all, a little bit of everything. Yeah, you and know, we but, need yeah, like other. But I, yeah, but I yeah, I understand. What I want to say is what I was trying to say is I want it like on our offensive coordinator or anybody who's in charge of offense, if we fire Brian Johnson, I want them to be he gotta hire somebody and he gotta let them 
decide the offense. Like I want them to be an offense where we have shifts, emotions. Because what happens when we do that is, one, we see what the defense, the other team defense is on. Number two, it creates mismatches. If we stay in a zone, the shift of the motion creates mismatches. And when we run the ball, you don't even know what, what happened. When you do like different shifts of motion, we can run out of those shift of motions. Like, for example, when you watch the 49ers, why do you think the 49ers are successful? Their offense always scored like 45 points, 42 points. Their shift of motions are super creative to a point, oh, you think they're actually going to throw the ball. But they might run with a freaking CMC. That's what I want to do. Our offense got to make it easier for our players to be open. Yeah, so they, I don't, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I don't because know. Because we got weapons like that. Yeah. We have weapons like that. Like, the yeah, like, Smith. like, if you get Devante Smith to shift or you get AJ Brown to shift to one side, one, he might get open on, on a slant. And he might take it to the house. That's what I'm I'm trying to see. But I don't know which coach we can get that has that thing right now that I believe we has that. I, I don't want freedom that they freestyle yeah. type of yeah. Football. I don't know. Yeah, I don't because I've not seen I've watched a lot of football, but I've not yet seen a coach right now I've not seen any because some of us get a coach that's already fired well none of the head coaches that got fired like Arthur Smith or Mike Vrabel or who else got fired I feel I believe Ron, uh, Ron Rivera I believe if we get the coach from oh no, I, I do have one if they don't if the the Washington doesn't fire Eric being enemy, get him. But one thing you gotta do is fix his attitude. You gotta not do like the attitude like the old old school coach. But if we get him, it might make it easier because he's gonna make easy throws for one. He's gonna have a quarterback. He might have a better quarterback than uh, Sam Howell. Number one. Number two, he's gonna have a freedom. With Nick Sirianni, a freedom where he's getting a different quarterback that he has not worked with, who can run. And he was, he was the uh, general heads outplay Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. He was the offensive coordinator, even though he was not the play caller for the, the Chiefs, but he was the offensive coordinator. So he had the say in the Chiefs' offense. Get him. Let him be the offensive coordinator. Let's see what he does. Because I believe he can, he can actually make it easier for. Because he was the offensive player for Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. You know him, and when I watch his offense, it's oh, his offense is actually a great offense. The problem is he had a bad, a terrible co- a quarterback who's throwing picks, and he had a terrible offensive line. Give him an offense like the Eagles, he might he's gonna be a great coach. Defensive wars, I already said who I want for the defense. Get the Michigan coach. Michigan defensive coordinator. If he, if he wants the job, let him get that job. Because he's actually a good defensive coordinator. If not, now we got to go to the Ravens. Get somebody from the Ravens. The assistant defensive coordinator, get somebody like him. 
or go to the Chiefs. Whoever who has experienced, who has sat there for the longest, not who was a former coach, a defensive corner, and failed as a defensive coordinator. Somebody who who's never be, had a chance of becoming a defensive coordinator, but has been under the tutelage of some great coordinators. For example, don't go to the because you tried with the Vink Vancio uh defense when you from the like the defensive coordinator for the uh with Sean decided you went under Vink Van because Vink Vancio is like the tutor, like the mentor to Sean decide No, we are done with that. That experience was bad because freaking Vink Vancio got put 40, 56 points on him. So we are done with that. That experience is done. Uh I think that's that's what I'm looking for. But now let's talk about the NFL had like a, a crazy week. Uh, some players and the Steelers made the playoffs, but they're gonna go to the playoffs without their best player on their first playoff game. Uh, T.J. Watt is ruled out of their Sunday game. I don't know who they're playing, but their Sunday playoff game. T.J. Watt, the, uh, um, Texans, right? I think okay, they playing the Texans. TJ Watt is on the Steelers. Yeah, he's on the Steelers, but he's uh he's not playing for the Steelers because he's got Ooh, injured. Okay. I think that you might be right. They might be playing the Texans. No, Texans is playing the Browns. Oh. That's, that's gonna be my sleeper pick for game of the week, and the Browns are my sleeper pick for uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I I'm with you on on that one. I like them. I like the Browns. Alright, so I'll get so we gotta give you a predict. Uh, so the so Sun Saturday, the first game, his sleeper picked the Browns versus Texans, and the Chiefs versus Dolphins. Then Sunday is the Steelers versus Bills, Packers versus Cowboys, Lions versus uh, uh Rams, and the Eagles. And the, so we got. I'm we gonna give you our picks. So I got the Browns beating the Texans. Uh, I understand the Texans won their division, but I don't believe the Texans have played anything near to the to what uh, the defense of the you know uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, I think Joe Flacco has that offense. He has literally they opened that offense up a little bit since uh, you know. Since Deshaun Watson got injured, and next, uh, you know, I don't think the rate then when it comes to to the Texans, the Texans are a good team. Uh, CJ Stroud is a good quarterback. They have some weapons, but I don't believe their defense is coached by a good defensive coach, their head coach. But I don't believe that they have the firepower to beat the Browns. When it comes next, the next game on that Saturday is the Chiefs versus the Dolphins. It's weird saying the Chiefs playing on wild card because the Chiefs has never played on a wild card week ever since, uh, since, uh, you know, since my boy Pat Mahomes has been the quarterback. But this is the first, and I heard that it's gonna be negative two degrees, or like what? Something like that, negative two degrees in, in in you know Kansas City, Missouri. So I got the Chiefs. 
I got the Chiefs winning that game. Uh, one thing I don't trust the you know the Dolphins. I don't trust the Dolphins. I, I got the Chiefs. I, I don't trust the Dolphins when they play good teams. They they already lost to the Chiefs before this year. But I don't. When it comes to the Steelers, uh, they they were a good story on Sunday, one a.m. They were a good story. We believed it. You know, we we. We don't want to say that they were bad, but they, we, they were a good story. But I believe they're going to lose to the Bills. Uh, so that now the team I'm hoping that wins is not the team I'm rooting for. Oh, no. The team that's going to win is not the team I'm rooting for. I'm just saying on this pick. My, the, uh, the second seed, uh, that's sun, Sunday, four, you know, 4.30 p.m. is the Cowboys versus Packers. I'm going to say I'm rooting for the Packers to win. I'm rooting for the Packers to win. Yeah, but, so, but the Cowboys, I got the Cowboys. The Cowboys going to win because they're at home. But if the Packers, listen, Packers, do us a they favor. Could up, they could upset. Do us a favor. Just beat them. Because I don't want to go to San Francisco. I don't want to go there. I'd rather go to I'd rather go to the Lions Stadium. I don't want to go there because we have we can actually beat the Lions. I believe that, but I don't I don't want to play the the 49ers before the national. You know, before I believe we have we we beat them this year. What right the Lions right? We didn't play them this year. We no, beat we didn't them last year. Thought we played them this year. Um, yeah, no, we, we could we definitely beat them. That would be way easier than the Niners. The Niners yeah. second round. Yeah, Ooh. we played we played the Lions last year when they were coming up, uh, like you know, on their coming out party. But well, they're coming out year. We haven't played them since they established themselves themselves as a good team this year. So we haven't played them since you know the whole they established themselves as a good team. But uh. But I believe we can beat them. One thing I do believe is that they're a good team. I don't get me wrong, Lions fans. I'm not saying we are a terrible team. I believe we can fair share. We fair share with y'all better than any. We have our chances to win against y'all is very high than when we play. If we go and play, you know, like the Cowboys or the 49ers, especially on the second round. I don't want to play the 49ers unless we play in the national, you know, in the NFC Championship game. That's it. That that I, that's my hope. That the Packers beat beat the Packers beat the Cowboys, so that the Cowboys go home. That's what I'm hoping for. But that's not gonna what's gonna happen. Hopefully, what I'm hoping for happens. You know, God, my God is he works in mysterious ways, man. God, you hear my prayers. <laughs> I, I, you you might you might ask my prayers. Just beat the Cowboys so that you know the Cowboys go to twenty years, twenty nine years counting without winning, going to an NFC Championship game, without going to a Super Bowl or winning a Super Bowl in twenty nine years. Just let. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest, because uh, they, they might win the first game, but I don't know if they're gonna make it that far. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, I, I got them winning. But I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the, the Packers can do it. And um, yeah, I'm hoping to. I'm with you. 
Next on the uh, this is a re- this is crazy. Whoever made this script is crazy. Because this is crazy. Matt Stafford is going back to Detroit with the Rams. But don't forget, they traded Matthew Stafford for the you know the Rams traded Matthew Stafford, right? To mm-hmm. the you know the the guy Matthew Stafford for the from the Lions. But guess who they sent to the Lions? They sent Jared Goff because they say, Oh man, you are not that good quarterback. You you are the you are the issue with us from not making winning the Super Bowl. Yes, Matthew Stafford wants you a Super Bowl. But after that Super Bowl, y'all were trash last year. So now y'all getting y'all, y'all get to face to face. Who's the better man? Is it Matthew or Jared Goff? Oh, the Super this is the way this the playoff is here. Like Who's the, the better man? I like the story. Matthew Stafford is going to face the Lions in Detroit. Who's the better man? And I'm going to pick. I'm going with Jared Goff. Why am I going with Jared Goff? He has the better weapons. He has Amon Sam Brown. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. Matthew Stafford has great weapons, too. He has uh, uh, Puka Nakua, uh, and a rookie receiver who broke the rookie record for most receiving yards in the, on, in the rookie rookie season. Great, great gem that they found in the late rounds. Uh, they got Cooper Cup, obviously. And that's it. I don't know nobody else. I, they have a, a nice running back. Yeah, they have a nice running back. But I don't know nobody else. But they have a great, you know, they have a great team. But now let's go to the Lions. Now here comes the Lions. The Lions have the, the running back, uh, freaking Gibbs. They have David Magama. This is before we even mention uh, go. They have another receiver. and His name is uh, Amerson Brown. Who's supposed to be a problem, by the way, with him and DeAndre Swift? And I know, and, and uh, Devante Smith. But we ain't going to be there's here no there. Right? They have another receiver who, who's Williams, who they drafted last year, who got suspended six, six games this year, but he's a, he's a great deep ball weapon. They got another get, receiver called Reynolds. They have an, a rookie white rookie tight end who's looking like he's going to be the next uh, next uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, uh, Kiro Laporta. Now then we go to the offensive line, one of the top offensive line. Yeah, you did you? This is their offense. Then you know they have Jared Goff as the, as their quarterback, but Jared Goff is just there. He's just I there think- to get the. Better quarterback for sure. Yeah, Steph is the better quarterback, but the Lions but are the better team. Golf is going to win. He's the younger quarterback, and the, He's Lions the younger are... quarterback. They have, they have a better team and a stacked team. Now, one thing I'm going to say: this going, this going to have the best story, and I believe if the Texas is not the best game there, this is going to be the best game because one thing I noticed is that the Lions, their, their defense is solid. But the, their pass rush, except if you don't have uh, the guy from Michigan, what's his name, man? Hutchinson? Yeah, Hutchinson. If he's not Hutchinson, they don't get, get to the quarterback like that. Hutchinson is their only pass rush. That's actually good. But but he's also, you know, 
but they're they're a good team. I got the Lions. Then the Eagles versus Buccaneers. Now I want to say the Eagles gonna win. That's one thing I'm gonna come up here. I say the Eagles gonna win. I'm riding with my team on this, but we might lose too. At the other, there's a there's a possibility. There's a possibility. There's always there's a, a possibility. There's a like Bro, the, <laughs> the the possibility is like a forty percent percentile possibility that we it's not like you we just gonna beat the the Buccaneers. We already played them this year. The game was close. And we played them it's a six it's a sixty forty. Now forty percent might go to forty five. Because when we played them, our defense played great. But since the defense that we've been watching now that 40 got, might go to 45. So every Eagles fan that's listening to me, I hope y'all get ready. Don't, don't, we, there's not going to be a blowout. We, we know we're playing Baker Mayfield. He has great weapons. Yeah, I mean, people like to hit on Baker Mayfield, but Baker Mayfield has done great. He won his division, even though the division is trash, but we, we're going to talk about that on a later date. Oh, we might talk about it because I need to talk about it. I'm mad at Uncle Sh- uh, Uncle right now. Uncle's crazy. What's wrong with Uncle's, Uncle? Uh, we got to talk about it right now. That, that Cat Williams interview was amazing, but... No, no not, that, that's not even the Cat Williams. That, 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 no, he said something that kind of pissed me. It's not pissed me off, but that, that was kind of borderline out of pocket. Well, borderline disrespectful to somebody that I mm. feel like he should have not kind of go on national TV on 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 NACAP and just say that out loud because you were not in the locker room. And they already explained, everyone on the team already explained that they made the decision as a team. It was not like somebody went rogue. Mm-hmm. Except for the coach. The coach didn't know the decision, but... The people on that field, when they did it, they already made the decision. We're going to talk about that. But now, yeah, the, the, the Eagles have a, you know, have a high, they have a high chance. It's like a 40, I want to say 60 to 55% chance of us winning. But I'm just letting y'all know, it's not going to be glamorous. One thing we should do. Listen, listen, come here, Brian Johnson. I know you don't know what you do with your, your play calling because you look like you only call three plays and the three plays are always terrible. I'm just letting you know. The three plays that you call are terrible. But I'm just letting you know right now. Run the goddamn football. But I understand they got via whatever, Vita Vea in the middle. So run to that side. Because I don't, they have linebackers too, but I, I believe out, you know, wait a minute. You know what Daniel Swift's coming out party was against? Man, man, what the goddamn football? I forgot who Daniel Swift did to that defense. Man, you do, Jalen has to not throw a ball unless it's needed. You know I'm, he's going to throw the ball half the game, if not the whole game. Jalen has to not throw. With our offense, and that, I think that's Dude, why nothing's been working because y'all just be throwing the ball. Not, I just thought about it right now. Jalen should not throw the ball because we played them for the Buccaneers, and you know, we, and we played them also on a Monday. You know what? What was DeAndre Swift's coming out game this year was against Buccaneers. He scored 
120, 120 yards in two quarters, almost two quarters, almost three quarters, but it's two quarters into three, almost two quarters. You should not listen to me. Look at me right now, Brian Johnson. If y'all listening on 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 the uh, on on audio platform, you can't see me, but I'm right now. I'm talking to Brian Johnson. Everybody, calm down. Listen to me, Brian Johnson. Do not run, do not press the ball unless it's a necessary pass. Unless we need the pass, like unless it's third and seven, third and nine. That's only part you can actually pass the ball. Jalen Hurts, listen to me. When he calls the pass, audible to a run. Listen, I don't care what he says in your head, in your in your ear. Audible to a run, because that I forgot that their all defense, their run defense is terrible. Man, man, you should. If you if I see a pass in that first half, you should get fired that first quarter. If I see a pass in the first down. On the first play of the drive, and you pass the ball, man, you should be get fired that fit right there. I'm, I'm, I'm telling Nick Sirianni, tell him right, call Brian Jackson on the sideline and say, man, when we get into that locker room, I need you to pack your shit and get out. We already played this team. We already know the formula to beat this team is run the goddamn football. Golly, I forgot about that. Now let's talk about Unc right real quick. So you know, I just said the you know the Buccaneers won that division. I will be in the West division in NFL football in football the the NFC South. So the Saints played the Falcons right on Sunday. I want to say mm-hmm. Sunday, mm-hmm. and the there's Saints, a lot of controversy around. That. Yes, the Saints had a chance. Okay. The Saints were blowing out. They, they they blew out the Falcons. They were up by 40, 40, like forty one to seventeen, right? There was a pick. The Falcons threw a pick. Tower uh, Matthew ran the pick back to the one yard line. Got tackled at the one yard line. Uh, Derek Carr was not the quarterback, so they put Jamison Winston to do a victory formation and kneel the ball down and, you know, call the game. That was the, the call that was set in. Well, that was the call that was supposed to happen. So when they got in the huddle, Jamison Winston, from what he's, because they had uh, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, for people who don't know, Jamal Williams last year led the NFL in rushing touchdowns for the Lions. That was just like coming out a coming out year. Like he had 17 rushing touchdowns, went to the Pro Bowl, got his I think got a big payday this year. So he was supposed to be like there was supposed to be a two bag, you know, and they paid him because Alvin Kamara was getting suspended. He had a, some touches, but somehow he lost they didn't he, you know with the Saints, he didn't produce what he produced with the Lions last year. So he didn't have a touchdown this year at all. He had zero touchdowns before that moment. So what happened was when they get in the guard on, you know, the guard in the huddle, Jamison Winston asked 
his the offense like do y'all want to ask to give Jameson Winston the uh no Jamal Williams his, his first touchdown and all of everybody say yes let's make you know let's give you know because like so that just we we all know Jamal, what he means to to our team right so let's get him his first touchdown right so that was the decision that the offense did it was not the coaches listen so what did the Jameson Winston ask the team the team said yes let's do it everyone agreed to it so when they did they went into the victory formation except for kneeling down the what the the pass the the hand of the ball to Jamal uh Jamal Williams he scored his touchdown and you know the 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 coach at the time the Falcons coach Arthur Smith who should be arrested for for real to be honest he should be arrested for to be honest but we, we that's here on there Arthur Smith got pissed off you know everybody started talking about it that disrespectful they ran after score they should have nailed down this and that. Aunt Kim went on nightcap, said um, the Saints should cut, you know, my man Jamison Wilson because that's loser mentality. Uh, he said Jamison Wilson was loser mentality. All of this is over two teams who are not in playoff contention. Yes, but this what because the Saints ran up the score because if the Buccaneers lost to the Packers, uh, to the Panthers. The Saints would have made it the playoffs, so they were in playoff contention. If you know, if they win, and the you know the Buccaneers lose, they in they win the the division. They are in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So Jameson Winston, Everyone's it was mad over two teams that ain't going to make the playoffs and didn't make the playoffs. Yes, but he had the so okay. So, All right, I go home. Like yeah, that's an important point. Yeah. So like, Uncle on that gap said, Jamison Wilson has a loser's mentality. He should be caught. He should lose his job. No. Unc, I'm sorry to let you know this. Everybody who has everybody who have talked about Jamison, we can make fun of his 30 and 30 interception, his how he 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 looks, he, how he's like he's uncanny and funny, big without trying. His character, you know, on the football field, he looks like he's just animated he just he looks like you know he looks like somebody you 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 pick fun of because he just do stuff that we that's weird but he's he's the marcus russell but actually good yeah that's what happens like he's 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 a solid because he's not amazing yeah but he's but we can you can come at him but one thing i've from every player who has played with jim uh jameson wilson they always say one thing he's a great teammate He's like he's a great teammate. He's like this. He's like a team. A team gotta have the person like James, Jameson Wilson in their locker room because he he will never let you have a bad day. If you're having a bad day, you come in, come in the locker room and say, "Yeah, man, today's gonna be a positive day." And you look at him with his smile, his charisma, he and you're like, "Yeah, why not? Why is it not gonna be a positive day?" Everybody who has said every. Everyone I've heard, even his college coach, they literally say the same thing. Like, bro, he's one of the top, one of the best teammates, I, one of the best players I ever coached because 
his passion of the game, hey, you can't take that away from him because he's passionate about the game. Like his love for football is there. So, and his love for his teammates. He's like, one thing you put his teammates over every, any, anything for himself. So, and he, he's funny with that trying. Like one of the, they showed one of his interviews where he was trying to quote, uh, quote his trainer and he forgot what the trainer said. He's like, my trainer said this morning, he's like, what did my trainer say? Like he's, he's funny with that trying. He's really funny with that trying. So he went on, he did the, so he did the press conference and they asked him, why did you decide? Was it a call that he said, no. He's our like, coach didn't call the play. It was not the, the, for me, the call was victory formation, nail the ball down. We did, we just decided as a team, as a team decision to give Jamal Williams the first touchdown of the year. That's why we went and, you know, scored the touchdown. So he's like, no, our coach didn't condone it. He didn't, he, he said everything right. He's like, but I didn't, he's like, I explained to our coach, it was a team decision. I went, when we were in the huddle, I asked everybody, do you want us? Should we, is it okay if we get Jamal Williams his first touchdown of the year? We know what he means to us and what he means to this team. So everybody's, I went, everybody in the offense, on that offensive line said yes. In the offensive huddle said yes, let's get him the first touchdown so that we know. I was like, if you think it was Jamal Williams who just went rogue, so why don't you blame the offensive line? He just gonna blame Jamal uh, freaking Jameson Winston. The offensive line blocked because I mean, when Jamal Williams scored the touchdown, they were celebrate. They were the first person celebrate. We just attacking Jameson Winston because he went on took the bullet because he said no, it wasn't a call. It was not what the coach said. I know. It was a victory formation. I should we we understand it, but we decided as a team decision. Can we we should get Jamal? You know, Jamal Williams is first touch. That's what he did. Hey man, everybody. I don't think anybody should hate on it because neither of these teams were going to be in the playoffs. I yes. emphasize that at the time, people thought that if you know was over, like so, Every, it was no point yeah. to be mad at it. You got his yeah. first touchdown. That's good. That's cool. That's morale and everything. But they're not doing that's, anything. That's, that's what he was. Jamison Winston, that's what he was actually saying. He's like, this was for team morale. It was team morale. We wanted to get him. We wanted. It was uh, we, on our opponents. We decided uh, it's our opponents. Let's get him his first touchdown. We know what he meant. Last year, he had 17. This year, he had zero. So, we decided to give him his first touchdown. Damn. Seventeen to zero. God damn! Don't what forget offense last. <laughs> what offense was they playing the year before, bro? What's going on? No, last year he was on the Lions. Okay, all right. He was on the Lions and he was the lead back for the Lions. Then this year, he's he 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 was he's a free agent. He was a free agent. Then he signed with the Saints because. Mm-hmm. The, the, I guess the coaches like you gonna be like we are gonna run the two back system with you and Avan Kamara, but when Avan Kamara came back, he ended up being a backup. Mm. So he didn't have a touchdown this year. 
So what happens? The team decided to do in the offensive. Give them one. Yeah, give them. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. I only I only think it would be corny if both of these teams were in playoff contention no, or no, the game actually mattered. Like honestly, no, if you look well, at it, the, the game actually didn't matter for like three quarters. It because. mattered until whatever team was supposed to win or lose. Oh, until, oh <laughs> like, it, mattered, but, uh, it mattered until the, the you know the, the 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 Panthers did the Panthers thing and lost to by by losing by three field goals. That's the reason why I believe that we can beat the Buccaneers because they didn't score a touchdown against the, Pan- the freaking Panthers. That's the other reason why I believe we can beat the P- Bucks. But that's here on there. That's crazy too. Let's talk about the let's talk about the Panthers because that's super trash. That they were this super trash and they don't have a first round pick. Like that's the Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons ain't get the first pick of the draft, but not but it's different for the Pistons. It was you know the lottery draw that never got the first pick, but the. Panthers literally do not have their own pick. Their pick goes to Washington to freaking Chicago. So Chicago has the first pick because of the Panthers. Panthers. No Panthers. Panthers. The Celtics did that for years. The Knicks missed all the good picks. They picked um Oh yeah. Now look they, 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 yeah. Curry, they missed uh, Moutier. They mi- they missed a bunch of people. I know, they yeah, picked yeah. like other people, but yeah, yeah. Teams do it all the time. Teams do it all the time. But I mean, now let's talk about you know the the NFL. Up, shout out, shout out. Let's talk about the NFL real. Oh no, the NBA. Uh, so the Grizzlies were looking like they were coming back from relevancy until. Last night, they got the bad news. Because I was wondering why freaking uh, John Morant was wearing an arm sling. I guess he injured his shoulder and he got a season-ending shoulder surgery. So it looks like they're going back to how the way... It's done. The grizzlies are done. It's from all like, that shooting. Oh, shooting. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, rock the hips. Rock the hips, man. Rock the hips. <laughs> he did a lot of shooting. Man, hey, man. Now, I I, 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 yeah. But one thing I like when I, when he when he first came back, he brought a different energy to the to the Grizzlies, and they looked like they were back. You know, they were coming back. They were mm. coming. They were they were actually playing even when he died. I mean, he had. To- Game winners in order to win, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And plus, he also he also helped because Michael Smart also started. You know, I guess he was feeding off the energy from Ja because Michael Smart started scoring almost thirty points himself. I don't know where he was most of the year. Oh, I think he was injured too. Like D Rose is also injured. Uh, but you, you can see it's it's super crazy. But uh, one thing he did, he gave us a viral thing because the host, he, he, I well, he's not an official dunked on Wemby, but he dunked on Wemby. 
because Wemby was in there. Like, his hand was right there. So he officially dunked on Wemby slash not dunked on Wemby. And the whole crowd went crazy. It was not like a, a huge, you know, what he normally does, you know, the, the used dunk. It was like a, a rim grazer. Like, he did it, and he kind of dunked. When he dunked, it was like a rim grazer. But you could see, like, even the, like, his team was like, yes, you're the first person to actually do it. Because every time people try to do that on him, he blocks it, and he actually made it. And it was not a few official one because Wemby was jumped from one side and tried to catch the dunk, but he was late. And his body was right there, but it was not official like it. No, and no more dunk. But yeah, shout out to LeBron, man. LeBron, LeBron, you gotta be investigated, man, because you dunked him freaking PG. How? Put that man in the bop. You bopped that. that was an official dunk one. Like, PG, I want to know. Like, when you saw LeBron, when you saw LeBron, one thing PG didn't do, he didn't jump with LeBron, but yeah. I believe, I, I, I think you should have moved away, but you decided to try, okay, I'm going to try and take this shot. Man, I when you, when you saw LeBron jump, what were you thinking? I want to know. Like, what were you thinking? I bet you're going to come out here and say that was a bad dunk. Because remember when, when <laughs> that was a bad dunk. He backpedaled, bro. He he knew not to jump. He knew not to jump. That yeah, but but that momentum from LeBron made him backpedal, man. That man was like, well, let me go back and reverse real quick, man." He was like, "Oh." He backpedaled. He he was out of bounds in two seconds. Because LeBron, bro. Bro, you, I bet you, you about to say, man, that was, that was, I'll, I'll let LeBron do that. That was a bad dunk. Remember when, when Dame hit that game, went on the log and said that was a bad, a bad shot. Then after he got the podcast, he's like, man, I go lie. I didn't know. He's like, that's crazy. He's like, it was not a bad shot. It was more of, I didn't expect him to shoot from there because I, he's like, I knew what was coming. He's like, that's why I jumped. people thought it was like I was scared. I, I jumped because I was trying to do He's like, no. I planned to jump early because when I saw him take the shot, I was going to try to jump out, jump him to a spot. But he kind of sidestepped and shot it when, when I jumped. So that, he's like, that's why I said it was a bad shot. <laughs> that, man, that man got dunked on by a 39-year-old man. That, 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 that's... That that's crazy. That yeah. that's that's crazy. Yeah, LeBron is a big athlete, yo. Y'all gotta watch out. Y'all gotta yo, watch out. I think LeBron play for another ten years if you wanted to. Bro, I be, I believe LeBron is a alien or a robot because I bro I've never had LeBron had a major injury. Like I think the one major injury was the, the groin injury that happened like in twenty twenty. Or 2019. Yeah. That was that. That was the only injury that he had a big. He, One time. Yeah, One that was time. the only. 2019, when it was the first time with the Lakers, when it was him, Lonzo, and brother when Lonzo was playing. And when he wore the uh, face mask. Yeah, um, but he was that, out for like a good 15 games or something like that. Yeah, but the going injury, he missed almost the whole the whole second half of the year. Like I like the whole second half from January to I think until Oscar break he didn't play. That's what I'm saying. That was the only time I heard him actually have like you know a major injury. But since then I don't know. 
LeBron has never had a major injury because this we were talking about this at, at work, right? We were talking about how uh, Carmelo Anthony is younger than LeBron, and my my coworker could not believe that Carmelo Anthony retired. I was like, yes, he retired. She's like, when? I was like, this year. It's about like, he's younger than LeBron. I was like, don't compare. Come, I was like, there's a difference. <laughs> there's differences. There's differences. Everyone, you can't come. We can't hold other players to LeBron's standards. LeBron, his standards are high. LeBron no, has, in, in just the the age either. Some people just they still can do it. Like Vince Carter was playing until he was what forty one. I think. I think it was forty. He was forty. Forty. Yeah, he was played. He played a. But he, was, he wasn't. He wasn't bad. He wasn't, he wasn't bad. bad. He was, but one thing, yeah, he wasn't he, bad. He, but Vince, he wasn't bad. But he was not doing what LeBron is doing, dunking on people no more. He wasn't jumping like that. He was not shooting. LeBron yeah. is thirty nine, dunking on people like he's twenty nineteen. But man, uh, I think that's it. Um, not really much. Oh, I, Pat Bev gave. <laughs> Pat Bev might be my new favorite player, man. Pat Bev. You know one thing I never understood people when they say you hate Pat Bev unless he's in your team, you love him. Man. And I love Pat Bev. Because Pat Bev is super funny and he's super I don't know, he the way he says stuff, I'm like, now I see why they why every team that he plays on always somehow the team chemistry is always tight. Like the Everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing. Every team that he plays on somehow finds a way to be in the playoffs. I never understood that until I seen him with until I seen him with the with the Sixers, and I now understand what he does because he's he makes sure everyone knows their role. He's like, "Yo, you with the second team, you're never gonna you gonna you might get into the standing up here and there, but you are not a starter. Listen, buddy, you're with me." So let's go and beat their ass so that them they get ready for to give us 30 points. Give us 30 points. Me and you might contribute. I might score zero. I might score five. You might score 15. You might score 12. But be if we be, if we go in this practice and we act like we, we want to be starters, it's gonna help our starters to score 30 points in the outro game. And I like it. Because he said he gave Joel Embiid a new nickname. He's like, every time we go to, like, when we play other teams and, you know, other teams talking trash, like, before the game on June warm-ups, right? He's mm. like, I told them one thing. I'm like, you know, we, it's like one, it's like when Joel Mills since Christmas, when Joel, Joel Mills, like, a few games since Christmas until now, like, the, the mm. Sixers didn't play with Joel. People were talking trash. He's like, um, then one of, then when Joel came back, I literally said one thing. I said, like, yeah, I know we got 50 tonight. He calls Joel and be 50. He's like, we got, we got 50 tonight. So y'all better get turning out before I let him tell, tell him what he, tell him what you're saying. He might give y'all 60. Y'all know 50 tonight. Y'all lucky. We got, then when he, when we don't have him, be like, y'all lucky. We don't have 50 tonight. Y'all might have to be worried about 50. I was like, this man is super fun. I was like, why do you call Joel 50? But the way he was saying it, he sounded like Tony Yeo when Tony Yeo is talking about 50 Cent. I'm like, well, this man is super funny for no reason. 
But I mm. like it because since you got the podcast with him and Ron, well, they are mm. the funniest people. Ron said, yeah, man, if the Sixers trade Pear Bev, they're going to be riots. And I said, I'm with you, Ron. Pear Bev is not going. Pear Bev was built to be a, a Sixers. I, I, I'm going to lie. He was built to be a Sixers. He's a reference of point guard. He's a defensive point guard. Yeah, he was built to be a Sixers. But yeah, man, without further ado, man, everybody who watches this video, shout out to you guys. Thank you guys for supporting us all this year. I forgot to post. Uh, if you're watching this and you wonder where where were our normal posts on social media, I forgot to post them. But this episode, there's gonna be posts on social media. But without further ado, man, we out. Peace.